Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. All right, Mr. Patrick, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Perfect, perfect. So first of all, Patrick, thank you so much for taking some time out to talk with us. I'm super excited about this conversation. I always like to start off with this question. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. You got an hour? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really easy. My podcast for what I do and what I love to do, it's it's for Empowered Entrepreneur. It's Empowered Podcast. I say Empowered with Patrick McGuire because there's a lot of Empowereds out there. But it's where I have empowered conversations with great people doing great things to empower others. That's it. Awesome. So now I understand you are relatively new to this brave world of podcasting. What convinced you or did you bump your head or why did you start a podcast? Well, I played a lot of sports and I was in the military. So, yes, I've bumped my head more than once, LZ. Uh, It's just the way it is. But actually, I had built and sold a company back in 2010 through 2012, sold it. 2014, I decided to leave the company that acquired us with the full intention of launching a podcast back then. I'm so stupid that I thought I had to make it perfect that I didn't do it. Then I pitched it to the accelerator where I'm a board member and advisor, where I help a lot of different companies do their startups and make sure they're growing properly. We make sure they scale and grow fast. And I felt like an imposter if I launched my podcast when I was pitching to the board, which I'm on, to get approval for a podcast to focus and highlight our clients. So that one's called Startups Transform. It's an Altitude Accelerator podcast. I'm the host. But the one that I'm so excited about, of course, and that is, I should say, over a year old now, one episode every other week. It's a slow crawl. It's a slow burn type idea, but we focus on our clients' successes, not our own. But what I'm very excited about is Empowered Entrepreneur with the Empowered Podcast. I love doing it. I love talking to people. When I built my company, it was all about having conversations with great people. And that's how we close business, making sure we connect with people. So I do enjoy this. And, uh, you know, I followed some of the greats for far too long and I was too dumb to get started on my own. But finally, I made sure that a year went by on Altitude Accelerator Startups Transformed, have relationships there. I try not to interview anybody from that because I make sure that we don't cross-pollinate. And Empowered Podcast is out the door as of March 22nd, 2022. Awesome. So what are some of the things that you've learned during the process of launching that podcast? Make it simple, stupid. For me and for the guest. Mm-hmm. You've done a great job, Elsie. Actually, I'm stepping something up because I'm stealing from you, buddy. That's how we learn and get better. But making sure that we make it really easy for people to say yes don't really give them time to think, make it easy for them to book their own schedule and make sure that we have a great intake form. Uh, obviously podcast town, some mayor put it together and he's got a really good <laughs> intake form, makes it easy for a guy like me, but just making sure we do that. The, the next thing about podcasting that I think is making sure we know our audience that we want to reach. But what I think is more important is not panicking about that audience, put out great content and eventually It will grow and they will come, but you got to stay in it for the long haul. You cannot plan a podcast for 30 days, win or fail. It's like, we're in this and we're doing this forever. That's what I think about podcasting and those are the things that I'm learning. 
So dig a little bit deeper. You said that don't panic about the audience. Dig a little bit deeper. What do you mean by that? Well, I think a lot of people will say, I've got to get this audience and they spend so much time and there's nothing wrong because I teach all of my startup clients and all my midsize, even enterprise clients, I make them crush the avatars. But when you crush your avatars and you spend so long, like I was trying to make sure you know your perfect audience inside and out, that you get paralysis by analysis, you're the dum-dum. Make sure you get a great plan, structure it and get out the door. Because if you don't get out the door, you're never going to know if it's any good. And even if it's not good, your first one, I think John Lee Dumas says it all the time when I listen to him. He says, if you're not embarrassed by your first product or your first podcast episode, you waited too long. Elsie, I waited too long. <laughs> so the, my key takeaway, and this is just my weird brain, is don't be a dum-dum. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I not you, I played not calling you a dum-dum. But... I ran in the military, so I get it. <laughs> Got it. So, Patrick, do you like trivia? Can't say I'm any good at it, but yeah, I, I enjoy it once in a while. Well, let's find out. Runs Podcast Town. All right. I am going to give you six categories. Arts, general, science, geography, history, entertainment. Which one would you like? Probably going to fail all of them, but we'll go with uh, arts. All right. Arts. Who wrote the novel, The Da Vinci Code? Who wrote the novel, The Da Vinci Code? Is it something Schultz? I'm not going to give you any hints. I, oh. I get great pleasure out of buzzing people wrong, so I'm not going to help you. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with, <laughs> um, I think it's A. Schultz, but I'm probably wrong. Oh, such a joy. That is absolutely <laughs> not correct. Dan Brown. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Thank you for embarrassing me. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's what we like to do here on the uh, podcast, my brother. Um, all right. Let's do, uh, let's do one more. General science, geography, history, or entertainment? You know what? Let's just go with general. Okay. In chess, the queen has the combined movement of which two pieces? In chess. Bishop and Rook. You seem really confident about that. I am. I feel good about that one. That is correct. Okay, one more. Science, geography, history, or entertainment. You know what? Let's let's go with uh, something that I'm probably going to struggle with. Let's do a little science. A little science. All right. Which Salford Brewer gave his name to the SI unit of energy which Salford Brewer gave his name to the SI unit of energy Kelvin uh, hold on a second I lost it there <laughs> I hope it's right because you're pausing on me <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know because I lost the question well, there we go. See, none of us are perfect in podcasting or in life or in business, right? It's okay to make a mistake. You just can't quit. You can fix it. Exactly. So let's do that one again. Uh -huh. um, that's a different one. So what is, what is the scientific name for the North Star? What is the scientific name for the North Star? 
something Polaris. Um, uh, I'm shot. Other than I can think it's Polaris, it's but I don't know the proper. Uh, great job. Two out of three ain't bad. All right. So it's semi-right. <laughs> semi-right, I guess. <laughs> right enough. All right. Very good. So how do you grow an audience? The age-old question from every podcaster that everybody wants to know. I don't know. How do you grow an audience? You're the man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? I really just think it's great content. Put a great content. Make sure you're putting it on all the platforms you can. Make sure you're sharing. In fact, I recently did an interview with one of the co-founders, partners, managing partners, if you will, of Bapes. If you don't know it, it's Business Apes. And uh, Brian J. Esposito, great guy, really love him. And he's a mentor in a way. We become friends. So he gives me guidance from my sports tech company on my podcast, but also on our NFX project that we're working on. So NFX company. So Brian and his whole team put out great content. They're open and transparent. They educate as much as humanly possible. And if you look at any of their posts, their social posts, primarily on LinkedIn and Twitter, So I'm falling back into that category because I've really pulled myself out of social media for many years, but I've stayed on LinkedIn. And when you watch their tags and when you watch their comments and you watch their replies and ads inside of their post, it reads like a novel and a complete editorial on who's who that was in participation with the project. I have found that that draws in such an amazing audience. And I've been doing some of the same or similar items on my projects and also telling my clients. Here's an example of a couple of great companies that put out great podcasts, great, great articles, great piece of content on LinkedIn primarily, but then they share it everywhere else because they're driving one social platform Hmm. as well as their website and, and everything's on LinkedIn and then pointing back to their website. Sometimes on Twitter, they're using Twitter spaces because they are a crypto company with babes. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is working, but it comes first is if your content sucks, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to listen anyways. Mm-hmm. You got to be a little bit fun, a little bit goofy. At least that's my opinion because I can hang with that one. Mm-hmm. And um, don't be afraid to make mistakes. Just share, share, share. Love your audience. Love your friends. Love the part, person you're having a call with like we are here. And just try and connect with them instead of pumping out content you think is important. Make sure it's relevant to them and share, share, share. Let them consume it. If they comment, respond to them, at them, like them. And just sort of replicate that approach over and over again. Now, are you from the school of thought that you should be everywhere or should you focus on owning one platform? Uh, so I'll, I'll plead the fifth if I can, because I'm not American, but I would. I really do believe that you need to have that home. You should hit a platform and hammer it. Make sure it's available everywhere you can, like on all the podcast channels, you know, pump it out to the 12 plus primary platforms that you can get onto, you got to play with the three big dogs, if you will, in the podcasting world. But when it comes to a social media platform, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. You know, I got the creator status. I I have some live streams once in a while there. I really feel like you hammer it there and then share from there or hammer it on your website and share onto LinkedIn and then your other places too. So I like owning something as best as I can because I'm too busy. And I, again, I want to keep it simple stupid. Uh, So I try and put it in one place and push it out to the other areas there. But if you're going to try and talk to me, if you want to DM, if you want a communication, it's going to be on LinkedIn. That's just the way it works for me. Got it. That's smart. 
So obviously you find value in doing podcasting. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing two of them. <laughs> what value do you get out of podcasting? Why bother? Well, I mean, it's fun, right? It is so this fun. is fun. Yes. I like this. I almost want to say back to you, like we were joking before the session is why do you do it? Yeah. But it is, it is fun. I, I do two podcasts, as you know, or alluded to there is that Altitude Accelerator. We have one called Startups Transform. I pitched it for a few years because I wanted to speak with all of our clients. So we are an accelerator. We have over 585 clients under our banner. And I want to be able to talk to them and tell their success stories. I built a company back in the day, an HR tech firm that got acquired in 23 months with about 178 live customers. That's pretty big, pretty fast. And the way we marketed was telling our customers success stories. And it was customers say it best, mm -hmm. built it on the Salesforce platform. And we followed their, we adopted their model, customers say it best. Flipping to empowered entrepreneur. So I want to make sure I'm telling more stories where I get to connect with executives and entrepreneurs, as well as artists and athletes and influencers. And I have great conversations with great people doing great things, or what I say, empowered conversations. And I just... I really enjoy it because it is fun. But again, I'm telling somebody else's story in a different way than I am highlighting their success story. I talk about their personal journeys. You know, how are you doing? What's going on? What's hot in your life? What makes you tick? Those are the things that I want to talk about to inspire other people to be empowered. That's why I love podcasting. That's part of my ROI. And the other part is that it helps my other projects. It helps me bring clients in for empowered peer groups. We have, a, we have a 10X strategy where we have a 10X or growth 10 strategy groups. We put 10 people with like-minded opinions or different industries that can solve your problems better than just you alone. And that's a lot cheaper than hiring someone like me for a significant dollar figure per month. We get it in super cheap, but now you got 10 people that get together. We have curated content, things like that. The other thing it helps me do is actually get more podcast guests, if you will to come into our podcast, to then also promote them into the new project that we have. One with RosterLogics, rosterlogics.com. It's a sports tech company. So we love having athletes and we love having them on the podcast. And I help them get to that as well as NFX, the non-fungible experience, which that one I'm so crazy stoked about because basically most of it goes to charity. So it's really cool. A lot of fun. But we get great artists and athletes to come on the podcast to help promote their launch for NFX, which the big launch is actually Father's Day weekend 2022 at the Fatherhood Festival uh, in partnership with Goodyear and Daddy Saturdays, a 501C, Justin Bat, uh, and NFL, the NFL Hall of Fame. That's where we're doing it. So this is going to be real big and helping charities. But then those that want to be part of that in NFX and with Daddy Saturday and F Fatherhood Festival... We invite them onto the podcast as well. So we have a bunch of those pre-scheduled for that. So they actually are very synergistic in what I do. And it's very exciting. And again, the ROI is having empowered conversations with some pretty awesome people and knowing that in the back end, we're going to do some good for others. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I, I think it's amazing how relational podcasting is and uh, the oh. people you meet and the relationships you're able to build. So definitely agree with you there. Yeah, absolutely. And we're already connecting and I enjoy our conversation prior. We had a ramble and even now, I think we're going to have a little fun in the future too. So it is a relationship. I love it. Yes. So Patrick, you seem like a pretty honest, straightforward guy, but this next segment uh -oh. is called Truth and Lies. 
What you're gonna do is you're gonna tell me three things about yourself, two of them true, one of them, Patrick, you're going to lie to me. I'm gonna give myself a second here to gather my thoughts and then we'll play. All right, hit me. All right. Um, I want to buy a farm and become a farmer. Okay. <laughs> I've driven a tank and shot a Carl Gustav. It's a rocket launcher in case you didn't know. Okay. And when I was in the military, I jumped out of a helicopter. Um, okay. I'm going to say... You thought about these because these are tricky. These are tricky. Um, I think you definitely jumped out of a helicopter. I think that's true. Um, I think you drove a tank and shot a rocket launcher. I think that's true. I don't think you want to become a farmer. I think that's the lie. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) So my family and I do 100% want to get a nice farm, about 10 acres or more to be a hobby farm. We want to have our Shetland cows, our lowlands. <laughs> they got the cool surfer haircuts, our chickens. We want to grow some uh, different foods and whatnot. I've planned for a bee farm, you know, so we'll do be, uh, you know, doing that. And a few other things too, on our meat chickens and we want our egg chickens. So I know that inside and out. We've already got our house planned out to build. And I did drive a tank in the Royal Canadian Armor Corps. Yes, I did. I did shoot a, a Carl Gustav rocket launcher as part of that experience. Now, I did not jump out of a helicopter. I was training with the Royal Canadian Armored Corps. We were going to be the first Armored Corps tank unit to get our airborne wings training with the airborne. Unfortunately, that was during the time that we all might recall as Bosnia-Herzegovina, and there was not a very glorified or dignified situation for the Canadian Blue Bonnet peacekeepers. There was some hazing and things like that, and that whole program got shut down and disbanded in a matter of a weekend, and we never got to do our final jumps. Oh, no. Yep. So I never got my wings, but I do have my tankers, lapels and my pins and everything like that. So there's nothing you can do about that. You can't go back and say, hey, wait a minute. I have one more thing to do. I need to do that <laughs> so I can get my. Uh, well, I'm a little older and a little bigger because I became a meathead bodybuilder after that. So I don't really think I should be plummeting to the uh, ground at over 220 pounds. You know, it's not cool. <laughs> got it. Got it. All right. Well, well, you know. People who think about those last three, they usually get me. So I I knew when I asked you, had you read the prep guide? That's usually my sign that I'm not going to get that question right. So (laughs) at least it's fun. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I get to buzz myself. Uh, uh, My guests tend to uh, enjoy that after I've buzzed them over and over. Absolutely. (laughs) Payback, baby. Payback. (laughs) Yes. So, Patrick, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you do. The fun projects you have going on, how can they do that? Yeah, I mean, the obvious spot is LinkedIn. Find me, Patrick McGuire, M-C, capital G, U-I-R-E. You'll find me there. You'll see some posts. Uh, DM me there if you want to. Empoweredentrepreneur.ca or empoweredpodcast.ca to get you the same place. And um, hit me up if you need anything. If you're growing a business, if you're looking for content, marketing strategies, peer groups to help you grow your business, 10 exit. Let me know. We got a great group looking for uh, great people to join and be empowered. And if, if you want to be a guest on a, on a different style of podcast, hit me up. I'm here for you. Awesome. Thanks again for your time. Thank you very much, Elsie. Have a great day, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, 
growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.